This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business more productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Hey, welcome to the podcast this week, the Team Lotus Cares podcast. Another beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. It's a great time of the year to be living in Central Florida, that's for sure. And uh, we're enjoying um, the, this is the, I consider it the fruits of our labor, <laughs> putting up with the intense heat during the summer. Uh, the payoff is this beautiful weather that we get this time of year. So it's really super nice. So we're diving, continuing to dive into seven ways that you can protect yourself online. We've been uh, working our way through these. And this week, we're up to protecting your Microsoft 365 account, how to keep it safe. And let me throw some numbers at you. 77% of organizations suffered a business email compromise in 2021. And uh, the FBI reports a 65% increase in money lost from 2018 to 2021. And we've witnessed it ourselves that, uh, and typically these business email compromise losses are not a couple of dollars. They are tens of thousands of dollars. Somebody uh, in a group of uh, IT people I uh, spend time with online, you know, we kind of throw some notes back and forth and some ideas and bounce things off each other. Uh, he had just had a client that had $100,000, just shy of $100,000 lost to a business email compromise through Microsoft 365. So, Yeah, these are not acceptable numbers for no, sure. No. And a lot of people either blame Microsoft 365, but it wouldn't matter if it were Google Spaces or if it was, you know, just about any other email provider. Um, it, it's, it's a matter of securely operating and using the features that are available to you in Microsoft 365. So Microsoft has put the tools in there, but they don't turn them on by default. And the reason is if it's not done well, it can be frustrating for users. And in the, so in that case, they don't turn them on, they leave it up to the administrator to do so. And that's where folks get into trouble is because it's too troublesome to turn it on or, they go by Microsoft 365 and they don't know how to lock it down and how to manage it day to day. So, and remember this too, when we talk about Microsoft 365, it's more than just your email, it's your contacts, calendar, task, notes, if you're using OneNote. Also, it can be files, if you're using file sharing or SharePoint. And a lot of companies are moving their entire infrastructure for data storage to the cloud, and a lot of it is tied to Microsoft 365. Well, I guess one step further, that is just not the tools, right? There is the three Ps, which is people, products, and protocols. So Microsoft has been, from the beginning, just, you know, best business practices, you know, when they, they give you the ability to set up an administrator it kind of separates that and it delineates another hurdle, another challenge for anybody, like a, like a firewall, mm -hmm. you know, to make sure that it doesn't go cross over. So if the administrator gets hacked or vice versa, there's a stopping point, or at least a slowdown to a considerable amount. Yes. Um, 
So you got to cover all those three P's. You know, it's not just the person that's behind it, how knowledgeable do they have, what experiences do they have, um, you know, the products, you know, are they, you know, a sound product that adheres to that of, you know, best business practices for, in the best interest for you. And then, you know, there's those making sure that the product has those little compartments that, that they will assist you in supporting that. When a company has us come in and what we call harden their Microsoft 365, so we go through and we set uh, various settings and make some changes to the default configuration to make it more secure. When we do that, we, we feel good that we've done the right thing. We always have up until, you know, a new opportunities come along. Now, part of our uh, security assurance 2023 now includes email or Microsoft 365 monitoring. And it goes beyond email. I mentioned email, but it actually goes far beyond that. Um, we've been using it in-house. And what it is, our security operations center is watching Microsoft 365 for peculiar activity. So we had a marketing employee. Uh, he's new, he's young. He uh, decided that he, I guess, wanted to file, share a file with someone else in the company, and he did it anonymously. Well, that is a security issue. It could be. Now, it didn't amount to much, but yet it was important for us to investigate it, and our security operations center caught that. And uh, that made me feel a lot more comfortable than even our own team has a second set of eyes looking at what we're doing on Microsoft 365 and more importantly, what other people could potentially be doing in our Microsoft 365. Okay. And still, it boils down to people and products. Yes, Protocols. and processes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And and so some, and let's kind of get into what could happen, what we've seen happen. I won't say what could happen, what does happen. Uh, number one, they get in the, the, you know, one of the things they may do is use your name to send ransomware to all of your contacts. Can you imagine how bad it would feel if an email from you led to one of your friends or one of your vendors companies or one of your customers co companies being attacked by ransomware? and being shut down, essentially shutting down the company. We've seen this happen, and it is tragic. The other thing we've seen happen is, you have to understand, these malicious operators, they are spending more time doing it. It used to be they would just hit. They would just do a hit, move on. But they're spending more time because what they're figuring out is, if they learn more about the company, they can launch more precise, more effective attacks against a company. Let me give you an example. Somebody gets into an email system. They happen to, so they send a phishing email to an executive in the company, a member of the management team. They're able to fish their password. Now, because they remember the executive team, they were also an administrator. So now this person is living within the email system and they're watching. So what they're doing is one of the tricks they they'll use is they'll create a rule and they'll reroute anything marked as an invoice. So they'll, they'll watch invoices coming into the email system and they'll route them into a hidden uh, folder. 
So the person never even knows that they got the invoice. Now, before that invoice goes late, which would raise the concern of the business person, the uh, member of, of our leadership team, what they'll do is they'll manipulate the email and change the payment method. Well, you know, a lot of folks are paying online now. So what they'll do is change that payment method, then place the email in the leadership team member's inbox. They then pay the criminal versus paying the real invoice. So now you've got a supplier on the phone or a vendor saying, hey, you never paid me. You say, yeah, I did pay you. Here's the email. And they write back, say, that's not our payment portal. So now you got to figure out who made the mistake. Did the vendor get hacked or did you get hacked? And this recent thing I was talking about where $100,000 or almost $100,000 was lost, uh, th that is where the IT person was. Is in They were still trying to figure out who got hacked. And so that's why these tools are important. They're low cost, but they're great ways to, to, to know before tragedy strikes about an infiltration. That's just it. Um, it's basically having the ability to put on the brakes, having the ability to have that huge magnifying glass, having it, the ability to go through your logs to see where the error was and, you know, who logged in, who did not. Um, there's, there's just several processes, you know, in what we do, um, we have schedules. You know, we have schedules that, you know, that we tick the boxes and making sure that these areas are, you know, taken a look at. We have um, a, a really great team um, security third party, which, you know, just kind of creates that distance that it, they are a different entity working on your behalf, you know, so. Having all they're, this, che they're checking our work. Exactly. Yeah. It's like double, triple checking. And when something goes wrong, you know, as things may or may not, you know, you have the proof, you know, that, that, and then, you know, if it does escalate to where a forensic team has to step in, they have something, you know, meat and potatoes to, you know, dig into. Um, and if you, and if you don't know, then you, how do you rectify that in the future? Right. And, and, and one of the biggest breakthroughs in what we've added to our security assurance 2023 is not only are we able to go back and check those logs, those logs are fed to our security operations yeah. center live. Exactly. They have been able to shut down um, suspicious operators. One example that uh, we were talking with him the other day, and one of the examples that they brought forward was that they had somebody's mailbox that had somebody logging in from the Netherlands. So that was that raised suspicion number one. Then they saw a, a login from Nigeria. Now, this company's U.S.-based, and they don't have folks that are working in those parts of the world. So immediately, they locked down that mailbox. They reached out to the security, the uh, help desk team, and said, hey, you need to reach out to this end user and figure out what's going on. All of that took place within 13 minutes. They were able to get on the phone with the, the, now this happened at five in the morning. Hackers love hitting at four or five in the morning because they know the help desk is, you know, snug in their bed. But the, the uh, security team was able to, to 
get somebody proactively looking into this and confirming, yes, this should be locked down until we investigate. Once that person came into work, they reached out to them, got a password reset done, and got the uh, person, the, the login attempt thwarted. So th this is a live, real response that still blows my mind as to how good these systems have become in being able to catch this stuff. Some of the other things you can do, multi-factor authentication, absolute must. Do not log into your work email from a non-work computer. Only log in from your work computer. Reason is your authorization on that computer can be hijacked. And the other one is do not use free Wi-Fi to access your email either. That's another one that's very important. Use either a VPN, cellular network, or of course, in the office. So, Great tips. Thank you. So one more quick thing before we go, and uh, we're, this is something that uh, folks that are involved in upgrading computers, but anybody that's using a computer, be careful about downloading drivers from just random places. Uh, the reason is a Cuban ransomware group has gotten a hold of Microsoft developer accounts, and they are now developing malicious drivers for Windows computers. So meaning that if you download a printer driver, it's going to say, oh, signed by a Microsoft certificate. You're good to go. Well, not really. This is part of this malicious group. So it's best to leave these things to your IT people, IT people out there. Make sure you are getting these uh, drivers from a good known source, such as Microsoft or the manufacturer of the product. So we want to pass that along today that this is a new security problem that has popped up. So, you know, even though the organization like Microsoft is, you know, they put a lot of parameters in for the safety of, you know, the, the client, the user, um, they're still a target. Oh, they're yeah. a huge target. huge target. Yeah, that's like big bank for these hackers and, you know, malicious activity. So, um, again, you know, just making sure you have a good response team, a good product, and a good rule as to what happens next. Yeah, you know, a so. response. Yep. All right, very good. Next week, we uh, dive into another way you can protect yourself online. And so we'll be covering that here. This is also part of an upcoming webinar series. And don't forget, you can get a weekly email uh, dropped in your inbox every Wednesday morning by Maria. It is our weekly cybersecurity tips. And it's easy enough to sign up. We won't spam you. It's weekly cybersecuritytips.com. Great. All right. Until next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services. Business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com.